This is Radioactive Spider Pod, the podcast that looks back on the 90s Spider-Man cartoon and asks, is it really the bottom of the barrel if you scrape clean through? Here to bring you nostalgic tidings, I'm your host, the mood lighting, Kevin McAvoy. All right, nobody else is here. Uh, Just a reminder, there's always good stuff on our social media, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Give us a follow if you'd be so kind. All the links are on the web at RadioactiveSpiderPod.com. We're also on Patreon with exclusive bonus episodes, outtakes, and oddities. That's patreon.com slash RadioactiveSpiderPod if you want to support the show. Of course, if you're just starting with this podcast and are confused about what the hell is going on, allow me to explain. Having completed our task of reviewing the entire 65-episode run of Spider-Man the Animated Series, we're taking it easy with some episodes to celebrate the show and rest on our laurels. And this time, I've gone back and hand-selected the finest choice cuts of vintage Spider-Pod content. It's a look back through some of our favorite moments from our first season reviewing the show. So sit back, relax, and join me in a drink as we toast the thwips and quips of yesteryear. He tries to intervene and within seconds smashes over a pier and into the Hudson River, which throws us to credits for the first time. And this is the first cold opening. I guess it's a true pilot. It's the only cold opening. Yeah. In the entire in the series. the entire series? I'm pretty sure. I well, uh, picked a bunch of random episodes and all of them cut immediately too. Mark that for a future. If there's ever another cold opening. Then you can punch We can me. call you all it. Yeah, okay. But I want Mark, to say, I'm marking this on. Did he mad? Like, did he intentionally crash the van? Like, was that his plan? Because he's yelling at him to pull over. He doesn't. Does he just go? All right, over the pier. Like, is that his? Well, life? I feel like Spider Man could have just got in front of it and stopped. He is very strong. I mean, a direct quote up. from him in future episodes. <laughs> he's, got really he's got. A future quote from him is he has trouble lifting a Volkswagen, so I don't believe that he would yeah, stop a, a 60 like, mile per hour super, truck. That's super, fair. Spider Man is has the proportional strength of a spider, <laughs> which spiders aren't really that strong. I hate us so much right now, and I don't want to talk about this anymore. <laughs> uh, let's talk about the credits of the show because I don't want to ever have to do that again either. Uh, what do you think of these looking back on it? The opening credits? Yes. They're well, super badass. I don't know. It's the, the most theme. iconic theme yeah, song. Yeah, like it's the theme's great. The crazy part. So it was yeah. Aerosmith. So it was Joe Perry, the guitarist from Aerosmith. Okay. He performed it, but the guy having Wikipedia here open is uh, nice. It's pretty helpful. But it says um, Shuki Levi uh, wrote the song and apparently has worked on the soundtrack for like other '80s and '90s shows, like Inspector Gadget. Inspector Gadget. Obviously Good an, iconic, theme. an iconic theme. Shira. Princess of Power. Yeah. <laughs> He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. And the Masters of the Universe. And I don't know if they did the theme, but he worked on Power Rangers as well. Go, go Power With, like, Saban or whatever. Yeah, that's pretty badass. The vocoded 
Spider blood. Yes. Spider uh, blood. Radioactive spider <laughs> so blood. Need a podcast after that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but like honestly, until until we started doing this and I started watching again, and you guys mentioned it, I had blocked out that theme. Yeah. And, but then when I heard it again, I'm like, okay, Oh yeah, okay. No, it's there. I know yeah, exactly how this goes. For sure. I don't even know why. tell Peter about the disappearance of the Super Mario Man. They still don't give him a name, so still Super Mario Man. Uh, and Eddie Brock, voiced by Hank Azaria in his second voice in the same episode. I'm pretty sure everyone but the main cast is Hank Azaria. Yeah, he's just, he's just a god. If this weren't serious, Parker, I wouldn't have gotten the assignment. I don't know about that, Brock. You're just the reporter I'd send on a wild goose chase. Uh, and he's doing a New York accent. Perfect. <laughs> you, Brock waltzes in, and he just he's there to be an asshole and a kiss ass, like at oh, the okay. same time. And Jameson is prouder of this move than he is of his astronaut son. <laughs> yeah. like, they haven't even mentioned him yet. No, but he's so like you look at his face; he's so happy. Yeah, I noticed that. He like he goes when we rewatched it before the before before recording this. Like, you can go and see, like, Eddie Brock walks in, and he, like, goes and, like, Jonah puts his arm on his shoulder. And, like, yeah, it's, like, so fatherly. Like, oh, I'm so proud of you, <laughs> Eddie Brock. I'm so proud of you for making fun of this asshole that I take photos from. Like, everybody hates him. <laughs> Thank so you, Eddie, for doing your job reasonably competently, unlike anybody else on the staff, apparently. Yeah, exactly. I guess is the feeling that he's giving. <laughs> yeah, fuck them. And then Peter, all he does is quip. And that's just yeah, like, no, that's it. like that's I was trying to summarize that it's just Peter quips for a scene. Yeah. Well, Peter also gets to slide in humble brag that he's a student at ESU. That also gives us context of up. where he comes, where he says this to <laughs> where he comes. Nice. <laughs> Take two. That's not this that's not the kind of podcast we're talking about, We're already talking this about is, right? no, that's this, com- no, so that's coming up though. Eddie Brock looks up scientists who work with reptiles, uh, because he's a legitimate reporter. Yeah. And he actually does his job. Not like Topher Grace. Yeah, piece of shit. Hey, put two, put two and two together. This man's a giant lizard. Let's talk to some lizard scientists. There you yeah. go. Do you have any idea what Nudowatchit are? Peter just kind of skanks that from him uh, because he knows Dr. Kurt Connors from Empire State University. He's an expert in recombinant DNA and reptile mutagenics. Oh, yes, you? Yeah. <laughs> See, what's their mascot? Is that a lizard? (laughs) (laughs) Go Gila monsters. I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) It's not a real university. You can't look that up. I don't know. I probably could. ESU mascot. (laughs) I want to see what happens. It's a warrior. Oh, sorry. This is East Strasburg (laughs) University of Pennsylvania. (laughs) (laughs) East Strasburg. ESU Empire State University. You have to write the real words. (laughs) All right, all right. Like he go he goes and get, uses the neogenic recombinator. The neogenic recombinator. Sure. To go and regrow his arm. He's like so happy. And you can tell he's like, I'm gonna beat this dick real good tonight. And then he spends he probably spends several hours doing that. This lizard's not the only thing that's gonna be scaly by tonight. He spends several hours doing that. Goes home and then is basically kind of like an infomercial of like 
What happens to you if you masturbate too much? Yeah, he's he's out of fluid. Like he's just running out of he's fluid. Just, he's just drained. And he's like all turning like turning all scaly. <laughs> he's super dehydrated from loss of fluid. Yeah. Kids, your palms won't turn furry. You'll just yeah. turn into a lizard. Do you think he called her like, honey, I'm coming home with a surprise? Yeah, just put on the Ozzy Osbourne. Uh, so Peter suddenly has a flashback to super, super relevant information where, where he helped Dr. Connors with an experiment injecting mouse uh, with a missing leg with some lizard juice that he acquires and then zapping it with rainbows. All because of a couple of micrograms of reptile DNA and the Neogenic Recombinator. First of all, I, he takes like... What, 10 mils of liquid out of this small lizard that's green, thanks 90s censorship, and then he calls it micrograms of DNA in 10 mils of fluid. Yeah, it, it drains that fucking lizard like a raisin. That thing's a husk in the background. Just, like, there isn't a better way to take the DNA out of... You, He's got the dino DNA. From your blood. Just one drop of your blood contains billions of strands of DNA. The building blocks of life. And then just... <laughs> That's oh. basically it. It's my, just like, well, he might as well have just squeezed it into a... <laughs> <laughs> Turn it out like a towel. Just like into his own it. mouth and then feeds it like a baby bird. <laughs> just All right, it. Mr. Lizard. I'm just gonna go and crush you. <laughs> All for sides. Just like snaps his, snaps his neck like a chicken and then squeezes him like a rag into a jar and then injects it into, I love into it. the mouth. Okay, so Aunt May, they're going to take her thumbs. Um, <laughs> probably. I have no life, so I looked up Aunt May's bank address on Google Maps. And it does not exist, and I'm quite sad. They, sh they showed it. They showed the address yeah. of the thing, and uh, it turns out there's no it's street probably... with that number in Queens. There is one in Brooklyn, okay. and there's like a wrecking yard there. Well, now there is, because well, the bank went under. Yeah, Aww. 2008 happened. Because made in bigger bills. Yeah, typical man. $1,000 isn't going to save the fucking savings loan. I love how this like a thousand dollars will solve all of my problems. But that's 1994 money. We should all be so lucky. Thousand dollars now. A thousand dollar bonus. It's a thousand dollar bonus. We just need to cut like we just need drops of a thousand dollar bonus. It's a thousand dollar bonus. It's like over and over again. Whenever you are trying to get subscriptions Whenever, or anything, yeah. just go thousand dollar bonus. It's a thousand dollar bonus. But you guys are both dodging the question. Would you rather bang a lizard person or have sex with a regular person in a disgusting sewer? Throw a towel down. Disgusting sewer. sewer. yeah. Oh my god, you guys have no sense of adventure. Have you ever seen a lizard penis? Lizards have kawakas. Yeah, that's a thing. It's a urogenital opening. You know, one day, I'm gonna be able to drop my software developer knowledge and then drop both of you. Yeah, when Alistair Smythe comes in and he's hacking. There we go. Yeah, you're waiting for that dick hover chair. Yeah, exactly. Wait, actually, I want to take back. Uh, have you seen the tongue on that lizard? I'm going to go. 
with sex with a lizard man. No? No. You're I, I, I mean, okay. I, I'm good. I don't want to have sex with a lizard man. I don't want to have sex in a gross sewer. <laughs> I don't want either, really. Uh, well. Can I choose death? <laughs> You don't mean Peter Parker? This is fucking Ed Asner as J. Jonah Jameson being fucking terrific. I love everything about him. His voice acting is fantastic. My very best. I'll give them credit. They also animate him pretty well, too. He's very expressive, and you can hear his butthole puckering. You can taste the sarcasm. Thousand dollar bonus. A thousand dollar bonus? A thousand dollar bonus! Like, I'm pretty sure he did that more than once. A thousand? A thousand? It's a thousand dollar bonus. gets exploded. I actually love how it ends where that scene ends where he lands in the trash heap because that happens to him every fucking time he avoids anything. It's like, let's put Spider-Man back in the trash. Like they're just perfect in the in the writer's room thinking about it. Well, also it saves the money on animation. That's why they zoomed in on his butt beforehand. Yeah, that, that's just the normal. They have so much footage of that. They just need to reuse it. Yeah, they really gotta shade the butt more. That's my two cents. <laughs> it's, and it's a strain on the animator's wrists. It's too round, too plump. <laughs> I've used three pencils already of it. Listen, okay, wait. Here's a question. You know when sprinters run, they're like dick flops around a bunch. When Spider-Man's like swinging around at those high G's, do you think the animators ever? Is there an X-rated one where they're just? I think we should start a crowdfunding one just for you. So does he have the like little like the the little when you wear the things that are too cold? Like a cool, stand turtle. Yeah, a little boner, a little cold boner the whole time. Like just we're literally on episode two here, and there's so much that we're you seem to not know about how men deal with that thing. <laughs> That's why I'm asking these questions so we can drive and we can move past them. Anyone else notice that Flash Thompson looks exactly like Peter Parker? They're pretty similar. Right? They are very similar. Maybe May like put him up for adoption. It's May's son, it's but <laughs> that's how she knows him because it doesn't make sense otherwise. Yeah. Well, I've been lonely since Uncle Ben's been gone. It's cold and damp down there. Really, I think the burning question everybody has in their mind is. Is that the same suity word to Uncle Ben's funeral? Oh no, it's a tuxedo. You don't wear a tuxedo to a funeral. It's the only suity on. You monster. Yeah, but it's all this like Latin last minute. Is this? It's so last minute. Actually, first thing that jumps out at me here is Felicia Hardy thinks that work is boring because it's for poor people. <laughs> She doesn't actually say that. Do we have to talk about work? It's so boring. Like, that's a person who hasn't done a day's labor in her life. Well, to be fair, the Hardy Foundation just funds research. But with what money? <laughs> Is it just donations? Oh, we'll get into it in a couple of seasons. Mark your calendars, kids. Oh, yeah, right. 
fight destroys the penthouse. People died here, right? Pretty sure the elevators got out of service. People had to take the stairs. The trampling deaths alone. Uh-huh. Let's just say the kingpin's gonna have a bigger order for those hover chairs. <laughs> <laughs> All those rich people are gonna be lining up for those. Big Willy Fist's hover chair central. Come on down. <laughs> the kingpin of hover chairs. <laughs> That's secretly his like business model. Is just cripple everyone and sell these chairs. That's what I'm saying. Big Willy Fist's kingpin of hover chairs. I'm the kingpin. Kingpin, nobody beats me. <laughs> That's why I'm the kingpin. Once Norman Osborne is out of the room, that electric globe turns into a big pie chart that displays his profits, and it's like 10% larceny, 2% burglary, 90% cover chair sales. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. I can see it. He's diverse. Do you think part of, like, do you think Peter's partly like, ah, is this Jay Jonah's house? I'm a fucking wreck it. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna wreck this house. And he just makes the spider slayer do more damage because he just wants to give a big F you to Triple J. You know what? My biggest kick didn't do anything this thing, but uh, maybe if I throw this Ming vase at him, it'll work. I kicked him. I webbed him. That didn't work. What more can I do? It's all I got. It's my whole bit. Was this an original Rembrandt? Wing it like a frisbee. The other thing I have about this is that that microwave relay dish probably killed some people. <laughs> well, not only that, how the hell did he see the microwaves? I mean, like, artistic why did it have license. To okay, but why did it have to radiate microwaves as if like, oh, it's working? A microwave relay dish. He takes this thing, it's pointing up in the sky. These things are super powerful, like yeah. enough to fry electronics. Yeah. And then he points it down at the spider. Uh -huh. and and then, like, the guy on the top floor penthouse is, like, seizing up because his pacemaker doesn't work anymore. This ought to sizzle your circuits. So does that actually work? Can you actually cook robots with microwave dishes? Yeah, I mean, in theory, if it's high enough frequency, like, they're, they have to be shielded for a reason. So would that be strong enough? As a kid, I just assumed it was a thing. Like, oh, sure. Like, how well, sonic blasts aren't a real thing. So I can't say the name of the company, but there was a company that makes uh, foodstuffs in Ontario, and uh, I know they got part of their plant shut down for a small amount of time because uh, they were using a microwave to finish the baking on these certain on a certain type of food that they made, and it gave it a very crispy flavor. Mm -hmm. uh, but it was unshielded on the top, and they didn't realize, so they were. It's a giant microwave, and it was blasting downwards, but it still emits microwave radiation yeah. upward, and it was blacking out uh, plane traffic. Like they, they would, it was a dead zone for plane communications, so it was super dangerous because they were making like crackers. I <laughs> mean, <laughs> <laughs> uh, just like ah, another great batch of crackers finished, and just, then. <laughs> Those people are going to need crackers. <laughs> they run over to the plane. Oh, wait, we can feed them now. They're fresh out of the oven. Jiminy Jillikers. You would think if it was a kid's show, kids would never pay attention to him needing to reload, right? Like, it's such an innocuous thing. Yeah. If I was a kid. Yeah, they don't know anything about refractory periods yet. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, they... 
All right, let's talk about Norman Osborne's car for a second. His license plate, if you were wondering and want to know, is 19721, and it says Osborne instead of a state. Oh, and he misspells Osborne. Well, yeah. He's his own, he's his own country, right? Spider-Man is really casual about Osborne's obvious head trauma. That is... <laughs> These are simpler times. Was there no airbag in his car? Like, this is clearly the 90s. <laughs> he, he has to slam on the brakes. He brains himself on the fucking windshield. And then he's passed out. Spider-Man's like, this is no time to take a nap. Come on, Osborne. This is the worst possible time for a nap. No, let, me exactly. just, let me just like, throw you around. Just get that neck nice and loose. <laughs> It's just, do you remember when we just kind of shrugged off people's brains hitting the insides of their skulls? Like, fuck you, you puss, get up. This shouldn't even be a problem. It's fantastic. I played a lot of hockey as a kid. No, yeah, I couldn't tell that. <laughs> it's like a maniacal laugh, like you're just doing. It's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like when Homer goes and pulls the tail of the pig. He's like, curly straight. <laughs> I'm never going to get bitten, though. That's the difference here. Thanks to one of Peter's flashbacks, we learn that Dr. Otto Octavius is to blame. Um, I love that they're making fun of Peter for saying the guy's four robot arms. Four metallic arms? When, like, I think the FBI would have found out that there was giant flying robots that attacked the city like a week ago. Like, and also <laughs> half, half of the fucking house is missing. Like, it's like, oh yeah, it was probably nothing. There's no wall or roof anymore. Like, something happened, you dickhole. Oh, robot arms, eh? Whatever. And there's a Spider-Man out there? <laughs> he, okay. like, picks up the paper. It's like, Tony, like, <laughs> Iron Man does something again. Like, <laughs> what an idiot. Like, So, uh, when does this place apply for statehood? <laughs> the guard has none of it. Just yeah. like, shut up, kid. <laughs> Is this from? just the quiet ride back into this the the manor? He's like, ugh, another one of our suitors. Yeah, his <laughs> hands halfway to the taser already. <laughs> <laughs> Got to make sure not that this doesn't end up like that last Flash Thompson. <laughs> Like, do they have a photo of Flash Thompson in the guard booth? Like, do not allow this man on the property. <laughs> like, fondler number one. Exactly. Or, <laughs> hey, you, in the bushes. Yeah. I like that he gets up and immediately puts on his slippers. Like, was he wearing the slippers to bed? Well, he they... might have been because his no, pants no, were he's... on top of the covers. It was really weird. <laughs> well, you know, you want to have a quick jerk before bed. You don't want to have the, you don't want to have your pajama pants in the way. <laughs> I like his two piece. Like his pajama. Like that is not what I would expect a uh, university aged boy man to be wearing to bed. <laughs> like a full silk pajama set. Like I don't know if that's a kids show thing. But it, it looks like he belongs in like Twas the Night Before Christmas. Like, it's not a it's not a night shirt. He doesn't sleep with that much comfort. <laughs> he gets up with like his cap and his like his candle on the candlestick holder. He goes to find the he goes to find his flip phone, which is equally old. <laughs> At this point, yeah. Who dares disturb my slumber? 
Ebenezer Scrooge with the fucking candle. Like, who's calling me now? Also, it's very unclear what time it is. Like, I'm curious. Does does he sleep in like all the time? Well, he must. Like, that. I think that's the idea because he's always out late fighting crime. Yeah. And what does Aunt May think he does with his time? Does he like say good night to her and then sneak out? Do you think? She's old. She's asleep at like five. <laughs> She, she falls probably... asleep every night with some whiskey in her hand watching Jeopardy. Just no, she falls on the couch watching the ponies in Monaco. Like <laughs> No, she's obviously watching her and Ben's wedding video. Oh, oh my Jesus, god. <laughs> she just every falls night asleep with... to that every night. Every night with a glass of whiskey. Good night, Ben. <laughs> but yeah, I wonder if he says good night to her and then leaves. Or if he's just like, gonna get drunk at May, see ya. And no, then... I think to her, he's going out to take pictures. Like, he's, he's out yeah. taking these oh, photos. Yeah. Just like pictures of those awful, that awful Spider-Man. Yeah, so she goes to bed, and then he can come home whenever he wants. And she hopes that he's getting more bonus, more $1,000 bonus money. $1,000 bonus. For, so that she can gamble oh, yeah. it away. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, those debts are piling up again. Well, th- you don't see the debt ever again, I don't think. No, no, it never let gets that go. Again, it, no. It's gone. Yeah, that thousand dollar bonus. The thousand dollar bonus. It's covered it all. It just—I think it was just there to set the like um, environment that he's in and kind of the situation May is in and all yeah. that stuff. They're on a fixed income. On a <laughs> she's on a fixed, fixed income. income. She's on a very fixed income. Um. So MJ calls. Yeah, she is hot to trot. I might need to take a minute after that workout routine. Like, I got some sweet screen grabs of that one. Like, she doesn't need tutoring. I could just make one Instagram uh, folder of just just (laughs) shots from that. (laughs) Okay, Kevin, I think you spent way too much time with this episode. I didn't get to spend very much at all, and I think I spent it all on that. Here's the funny thing about that, though. Like, in theory, they didn't even need to animate her doing that. She could have just been on the phone. But they were like, what, yep. should, what should MJ be doing? MJ's fit. Working out. How should she be working out? Ooh, in a full 80s regalia. Ooh. Of course. And, and then yeah, she's got leg like, warmers. She's got leg warmers. She's got the, like, underwear on top of the boxer short, like the, the bicycle shorts. It gets full aerobics outfit. It's the classic, like, 90s aerobics gear. Yeah. Like, maybe even 80s. But yeah. Who was that for? <laughs> like me, fucking me. me. Every day of the week, me. <laughs> Actually, it's kind of funny. Like I'm just scrubbing through it again, and like while he's on the phone with her, it cuts back to Peter, and it's like right next to him is a poster of a rocket. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> he can hear her huffing and puffing. The thing is, he answered the phone and since he just woke up he was already fully torqued because of that morning wood oh yeah and so that just kept it going do you think he got his like spider sense confusion <laughs> spider <laughs> yeah. sense danger <laughs> <laughs> and we're back to the same joke as well. all right this is this is a fantastic screenshot actually because a it's got the guy's name quentin beck which is cool b he was sentenced to only one year for blowing up a helicopter like that. <laughs> C, his, it spells New York, New York, N-E-W space Y-O-C-K. <laughs> <laughs> and then what? And then on his actual mugshot, 
instead of having like numbers and letters, it's just like arrows and shit, and then it says hot. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty handsome, but I don't know. The processing officer was, just, or what is it? What's not processing? That's not the term. <laughs> Whatever it is. Yeah, the processing nice. officer's <laughs> She's like. She's just giving him the look. She's like, yeah, he is hot. The other thing that was pretty funny was just like when like Felicia gets pissed off that he like vanishes. She's like, "Wait, I'm not yeah. done rejecting you. Get back!" He walked away from me. Who does he think he is? <laughs> I had a really good hook for that. Get back yeah. here and listen. I'm to not me. through to meeting you. <laughs> I need you to know exactly how unattractive I find you, <laughs> and how obnoxious your personality is. And I'm also using you. And also, you're poor. It's not my fault you fell in love with me. Maybe if you wore another shirt. The other thing too is like, how come that his spider sense didn't go off before that explosion, when he's like sitting on the side yeah. on the ledge? It's like going off from know. fucking Mac Gargan just weaseling about. It doesn't go off like just before an explosion. Maybe it's like it's always sort of happening Maybe. because he's being followed, and then he doesn't know. Like he doesn't think it's another thing. Well, we we analyze this like almost every episode. Just like, so how does this damn spider sense work? Yeah, it's a house of cards. <laughs> I do like that uh, Spider-Man tries to throw everyone off his scent by continuing the Spider-Man hates getting his pictures taken thing. And it makes a ton of sense because like, he's selling them to a tabloid that only rips on him as basically a rule. Well, that's, yeah, it's a little subterfuge. Hey, listen, didn't you just tell us the webbing is expensive? You're just making it rain webbing. Yeah, I know. <laughs> he's just like drenching Gargan oh, in God. it. And he's like making little pillars so he can smash but it. But then like, like the sound... For the f- for the webbing was just so fucking gross. <laughs> it's so it gets good. It's a slurpy yeah. at the end. It's a really good sound effect for just like drenching a man in sticky whatever. <laughs> it's also kind of awkward how the Scorpion just stumbles around after he gets zapped, holding his head yeah. and screaming. He screams a lot in this episode. Oh, yeah. Well, everyone keeps making fun of him. I'm sorry. As a kid, and even now, I felt super bad for the Scorpion. As I mentioned in the previous episode, I know what it's like to get teased (laughs) because you're different. I mean, yeah, you do feel bad for this guy. Like, everybody makes fun of him. Like Like I said, he's just got one of those faces. And now, even as a destructive monster, people are still like this fucking idiot. Yeah, it's almost like the person editing this episode should make a super cut of something like that. That little troll, that little creep, the little creep. Gargan, you're worthless. You are ridiculous, Gargan. Your limited intelligence. You're insane. You're nothing but a worm, an insect, a silly sap. Well, that's too bad, frog face. Because to me, you're nothing but a two-bit, no-account, second-rate sewer breath baboon with the brain of a pigeon and the face of an eel. Yeah, that like his kryptonite is getting made fun of. Isn't isn't all of our kryptonite that, Kevin? No, I'm 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 pretty resilient now. Now Come through onto the other side. Sergey's just like, I came all this way for <laughs> one purpose, and you're like, whoa, to smash. What's that purpose? <laughs> like cornering <laughs> this woman in the lab, like. Ah, uh, I've come all the way here. Uh, Mariah, uh, yeah. I got your texts, and I see you <laughs> sent a smiley emoji. Mariah, we both <laughs> swiped right. 
<laughs> I see you like to learn, laugh, love. Oh, God. It's live, love, and laugh, but whatever. <laughs> whatever. You're a citizen of the world and a dog mom. <laughs> I set my distance to 300 kilometers. <laughs> you were the only I... hit I got. <laughs> he can sprint that far in 10 minutes. <laughs> Shows up late to this fashion show, edges his yep. way to the front front row, and yep. fucking like auga auga in front of all these <laughs> other men. <laughs> like yeah, he admits to like having a huge bone on, because <laughs> like MJ comes out with her like her they like how they say faux leopard print, but like he's just like ah oh, it brings out the animal in me. <laughs> like like when he says it out loud, everyone's like and everyone gives him a ton of space cuz they're like who is this freak? The old man's like, mm, we talk about it, but it's That's privately. the reason Felicia sees him. Like she, she she only sees him because he's like in a pocket of his own creation. He's like the weird guy on the subway talking to himself. Yeah, well, hey, that guy that guy's got some points. I know what you're asking yourself, though, uh, Peter, and it's, uh, were you able to use clocks that they show occasionally to determine the passage of time in this episode as well? And the answer is yes, I was. Thank you for asking. Oh. <laughs> Spider-Man, <laughs> Spider-Man swings in front of a clock tower uh, well after getting his ultimatum from Craven, and it's 10.46 p.m. Okay. And the next time we see him, it is 2.05 a.m., meaning three hours and 20 minutes have passed. Uh, which is actually very acceptable. Uh, it's it's pretty good. Oh, so you're you're okay with all this time passage and stuff? Yep. No, this was a good episode. It's gonna get ten out of ten for me. <laughs> ten out of ten on time clocks. Great. We should just have a separate category. <laughs> I really wish we would. I like that he goes to Robbie's place and he like listens to his phone, like he listens to his uh, answering machine. Right. And it's just so that we can get one more that one last line from Ed Asner. Robbie, where the heck are you? The airline says your plane landed hours ago. What happened to you? How does I was kidnapped by a crazed big game hunter grab you, JJ? And so that he can get a zig because we've got to <laughs> we have to have Spider-Man zing J. Jonah Jameson in every episode. Yeah, for sure. It's part of their charter. It's a charter. <laughs> So the other thing I want to say about the scene is, uh, am I supposed to be seduced by Craven? Because I kind of was. Like, this entire yeah. episode has just kind of been like... I feel so strange. <laughs> You're like, hold on, let me be as fully clear as possible about the sexual feeling. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I feel like you're... Uh, I, think, I think getting him working in that way, like making him have that sort of appeal kind of is important because otherwise you would just it would be even at the time i think it would be too much if she was just running from him right you know what i mean yeah if she wasn't trying to save him if she wasn't like into him it would be uh even even then i think they would have been like not working for us but one of one of the thing interesting things about this i don't other than like the lizard i think we did it with the lizard but the other villains we've had up to this point, there is no real sympathetic side to them. And there was with Craven, where it's like he's a really good person, he just got like dealt a bad hand. You know? Yeah. They took a risk Wait. to save his life and yeah. now he's a monster. Right. He cares about people, he wants to protect the woman that he loves, and 
you know, and then eventually, like, in this scene, like, Spider-Man helps him. And he's like, oh, let me help you from the lions. Just to add to more sexual about this episode, what is Mariah's trap that she trips? Just a shot of water, like, all over all yeah. over her. We were watching it, and I'm like, you should be dead. Like, yeah. she gets hit by a fire hydrant's worth of water, and it blasts her 40 feet into a, uh, a steel and cement lion cage. But, yep. like, they have a split-second animation of her, like, oh, like, getting it in the chest. And you're just like, there it is. I do love the, the cut to Eddie Brock in traffic. Yeah, he's so mad. It's like, oh, this is unbelievable. The story of the year, and look where I am. Of course he's in traffic. <laughs> traffic in New York City? Who would have thought? Like the George Washington Bridge. Ah, oh, shit. Uh, Oh, shit. <laughs> that was a weird one. Yeah, that was weird. I'm sorry. <laughs> My camera. Oh, that's later. But where was he going? Where do you think he was going? He was, was he going to get a big scoop. Was he on it? Was to a job yeah, interview. Was he Was he on his way to the airport, do you think? To try and get that big scoop? Oh, yeah, scoop? probably. That makes sense. I was going to say he was probably working for like, the, work, uh, the weekly world news or something. Right. You know, he's off to try and take pictures of Bat Boy or some horseshit. Hey, I'm here too. Is that thing still around? I don't know. They even made a fucking, like, movie about Bat Boy, didn't they? Well, spoiler alert, but later in the series, they kind of find Bat Boy. All right, well, we'll get to that. Um, Yeah, yeah, I know. We'll get to that in a second. See you in three seasons or whatever the fuck. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So so the spaceship's going down, Mm -hmm. and everyone's like, oh, no, it might hit me. So, of course, Peter calls aunt may immediately hello aunt may better get down to the basement yeah you know where the sex dungeon is yeah get down there no no move the swing over (laughs) no (laughs) i don't care if it's sticky it's important it's actually kind of refreshing to see like jonah actually be concerned as it's like he's like a real person yeah oh yeah yeah of course he cares about his son but also why is there a live feed from the shuttle yeah, that seems like a bad idea. <laughs> yeah, they slide in an answer to that where they say it's it's exited its blackout window. So oh, like yeah. in the really dangerous part, uh, they they had a blackout period so that if it blew up on live TV, you wouldn't show it. Anyway, check your O-rings, um, kids. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> hey man, it's the same Good thing advice. on a centrifuge. It's like if that thing is going a hundred thousand times g, make sure your O-rings are lubed, guys. Lube up those O-rings. All right, that's actually just generically good advice. Oh God, whatever you do, what do you do on a Friday night, Vero, is not any of anyone's business. <laughs> Why do you think I married her? It's just put a, you put a dab on the, you put a dab on your finger and you just run around the edges. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> all right, all right, we're getting too personal. I like how. Uh smug peter is when he's eating that apple he comes in he's all happy he lies down eats and starts biting into some apple and then gets his comeuppance from may and now jonah jameson's gonna eat every word he ever peter spider-man robbed the shuttle what are are apples the most smug food well yeah the expression how do you like them apples I was trying to think of that for some reason today lasagna I guess because it's so exciting. Just because of the Garfield connection? I don't know. You asked. I think the apple is pretty smug because you can always just eat. You can eat it in an asshole way because it's like crisp and loud. 
And you can also toss it around in a cocky way. Because he just looks like such an asshole when he's on that couch. <laughs> no, actually, the smuggest one's probably uh, carrots. That's what uh, Bugs Bunny taught us. True. Yeah, what's Not up, wrong. Doc? Quite chompable. Exactly. Again, a chompable be loud while you food. eat, I guess. And, and a spray. Because you could get it on them, and you're just like, fuck you. I'm spraying you with my carrot juice. Yeah, fuck your couch, Ant-Man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> are those dirty shoes on the couch? Yeah, but you go fuck yourself. <laughs> We failed to mention that now there's a million dollar reward on Spider-Man's head. I'm sure of it. So sure that I'm offering a million dollars to anyone who brings him in. One million dollars. A million dollar bonus? It's a million dollar bonus. So now everybody's after him. Jonah puts out the million dollar <laughs> million dollar bounty, not a million dollar bonus. It's a million dollar bonus. On his head. So yeah, everybody is going to be freaking out. He tells him to go look over, you know, over there or whatever. But to do so, he throws his voice. He went that way. Oh, yeah. he's over there. Oh, go. Ch- yeah, so I'm yeah. saying he throws his voice. You don't even do that when you're Spider-Man, you lazy bastard. <laughs> Why would they possibly need you to be have a different voice here? But to be fair, his voice, it's confirmed in the comics. And I think we talked about it earlier this week, just like on our online chat. Oh, yeah. Um, our group chat is just. It's stated that the mask gives it, like, muffles his voice enough so it sounds different. It's like, fuck you. Yeah, we have a group chat. You're jealous. <laughs> Who are you talking to? Our audience. <laughs> okay. Well, maybe the two of them can uh, yeah. get their own group chat. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> then they just take over the podcast, make it better. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, message each other on uh, on the website or through Instagram. Let us know. Let us know if you get your own thread. Yeah. Yep. It's kind of weird because, like, I guess he's just swinging around all night yelling Yahoo. <laughs> he finally shows up at school and it's it's day. Yahoo! <laughs> Jumps onto the side of the building. He cycles through some costumes, including the Aerosmith one. Good nod. Yep. And uh, the riff to... plays in the background. How about that guy from Aerosmith? Yeah, it does. Which Great. is good. So he ends up uh, wearing, you know, some Italian suit. <laughs> and I, I looked it up. I had to because he goes, Buono. Buono. Bueno? No, he doesn't say Bueno. Buono. Because oh. I was like, is that how you say it? And then because Bueno is Spanish. Mm-hmm. Apparently, Buono and Bene are both good. You know, like right. Moto Bene. Yeah. That's a nice donut. Yep. <laughs> so Bene is the adverb. And then Buono is the adjective. If an object is good, it's buono. Mm. And if it's going well, then it's bene. Hey, there you go. We learn something new every day. Learning Italian go. with Spider-Man. Italian, Spider-Man, Italian, Spider-Man. <laughs> TM. It's a monster. Oh, he sees what everybody else sees. They hate their own reflection. Come on. Yeah, I'm an ugly man, so uh, I feel it. But uh, <laughs> you know, the uh, he looks in and he sees like a well, we know he's Venom, but he sees Venom face, and 
They, it's, venom face. <laughs> he, he sees venom face. That's just a funny. I got venom face right now. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to see like the makeup uh, a commercial, a makeup commercial where it's like the girl like gets up out of bed and like looks in the mirror and it's just like. Yeah. <laughs> it's a tie-in between Maybelline and the Venom movie. Maybe she's born with it. Maybe. Jameson makes three references to uh, Peter's suit in a very short scene. Like, these scenes are really fast in this episode, as it is. And in about, you know, 40, 45 seconds, he makes a reference to the fact that he's wearing a new suit three times. (laughs) I'll let you cut that in there. Think you can hide in some cuckamaming new costume? I think that new suit's cutting off the oxygen to your brain. As bad as he was before, and that suit is even worse. Because he literally does. But we get it. It's a new suit. Everyone just <laughs> so Christ. everyone just keeps staring at his uh, codpiece. <laughs> yeah, maybe Jameson was in the middle of editing like the fashion page, and he's just focused right now on the you know the Milan line or something. Yeah. He's like, my God, that new suit though. It's so beautiful. It's like he's wearing nothing at all. Nothing at all. Nothing at all. <laughs> Stupid, sexy Spider-Man. God, black is slimming. It's just so contoured. Got... It's, I, yeah, I, I, they make extra effort to really contour the suit. Mm-hmm. I think because it's black, they have to really shade it to yeah. make him not look flat. <laughs> like his <laughs> butt is <laughs> unreal in this episode. That kind of butt you got. Yeah, come on. We got to start this with the line that launched this podcast. The line all America has been waiting for. My job. My reputation. My health. My my apartment. apartment. My apartment. (laughs) (laughs) Yay. It was everything I dreamed of and more. Yeah. It is odd that they take the time to point out already that the suit is specifically weak to sonic vibrations. Then they pick a villain who makes sonic vibrations, and then we never have Spider-Man get hit by them or have that factor in in any way. Right. They always make him get hit by one villain thing, like an octopus tentacle, a scorpion tail. Like He never 100% dodges everything, but they actively make him dodge this. Yeah, he never gets hit by a single blast. I I paid attention when we were going through this time. Uh, Again, it might be the it symbiote. Would really f- yeah, it would have really fucked him up, right? Yeah. Maybe the symbiote's like extra like, oh, fuck. Yeah, maybe. But like, it's kind of strange that they made this choice. Yeah, like he gets hit by Shocker and <laughs> one time and it just like blows him <laughs> out of the suit and it's just like there it's just regular peter parker and his underoos <laughs> no no <laughs> he's just scooping up the symbiote and smearing it on himself trying to get back in the fight <laughs> no you can't see me <laughs> don't look at me don't look at me <laughs> don't look at me <laughs> oh no yeah, so he gets the Promethean Max, then he goes and takes it to his apartment to go and do his own tests on it. Yeah, he's sitting in his room, full costume, yeah. 
using a microscope, a light microscope, <laughs> a standard light microscope that somehow goes to the atomic level. <laughs> I can't <laughs> believe that. <laughs> like, yep. Smythe needs these control rods that are only kept by the government, and Spider-Man has this off-the-shelf off the microscope that can see atoms. Like, like you don't get to do that. Like, yeah, it gets yeah, to it the, goes like... beyond the atom. He's going fucking, like, what's that part of uh, Ant-Man? When he's like, you Quantum? can't go subatomic. Oh, subatomic. like, oh, watch me. Yeah, he's looking at quarks and shit. <laughs> look at Ant-Man's in the background just like like looking at him from behind the atom like ooh like, whoa what the fuck kind of microscope is this bro Sears <laughs> uh, yeah like it's just a t- like I can't get over that I can't get over that <laughs> just like we must go deeper we must go deeper <laughs> like why didn't Jonah take the like Hold my hand, Spider-Man Express. Right? Like, what do you think the like the atmosphere in that car ride was? I know. <laughs> I does... wrote that down. <laughs> what does Jonah listen to on the radio? <laughs> yeah, do they do they like fight over the radio? Like, one turns it up, one turns it to rock station, one turns it to classical, or are they just like shoot the shit? Like, like exactly. Or is it just that awkward like Spider-Man's just drumming his hands on his thighs, like do 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 do. Because they're clearly not going anywhere close by. They go to this weird, like, Tuscan castle church. Yeah. It, it was... I don't really know what that was supposed to be. I just... I'm just picturing that, like, I want to know... Like, I want to picture a scene where, like, they both sit in the car and Jonah <laughs> turns on the car and something blasts out of the radio. And then Spider-Man's like, oh, I didn't take you for this kind of music fan, pickle puss, or something. Like... Just turns it on. If you want to back. come, <laughs> baby, back, then go ahead. Let's go ahead now. <laughs> and they're just both what? bobbing it's the their 90s. heads. <laughs> yeah, he just looks at them, and he look at each. They look at each other, and Spider-Man just turns it up. <laughs> We're just... never gonna talk about this again. Uh, well, Peter's at the bugle, uh, making his calls and using company resources. Yep. The Jamesons show up to be admired and then drop some breadcrumbs for the rest of the episode. John Jameson still doesn't have any pants. He's being wheeled around <laughs> in the state that he was in earlier, just in a thin hospital gown. I was told that America was cutting yep. funds on the Veterans Association. I guess this is it. Oh, Jesus Christ. He's still enlisted. <laughs> I'm oh, sorry. Man. The funny thing... The funny thing is, like, Peter just goes and calls this place, and he's like, I'm Eddie Brock. Uh, could you tell me where my address is that I told you? No, he says, I like, yeah, no confirm problem. it. And my name is Eddie Brock, and I need to double-check the address you sent my weights to. Yeah, he's like, yeah, I want to confirm it. And like, they're like, yeah, no problem. I'm like, uh, oh, the 90s with, like, no ID verification. And he didn't even put on a, a sweet voice. I was blackout drunk yesterday. Can you remind me where I bought these weights? <laughs> New Year's, you know. <laughs> Uh, they also say that they're going to be launching a space probe very soon. I'll bet that doesn't come back up again, though. Not important at all. Yeah. That satellite that's being launched tomorrow night, they've named it the John Jameson Probe in his honor. The John Jameson Probe. <laughs> what an honor. Yeah, that's what they call the thing hanging at the front of his hospital gown. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So Jameson's son 
goes and says like i'll be fine after like the dream stop right and then jameson is just like dreams go away so long as i can shake the memories of the crash and that black alien ooze dreams go away you'll be fine he'll be fine he'll yeah. be fine he'll be fine <laughs> yeah they sweep his ptsd right <laughs> under that rug yeah and it do not attract jameson's like not here not at work <laughs> yeah. yeah he'll be fine i said so you heard me say it dreams go away you have no idea jj he's so embarrassed by his son's problems <laughs> It's okay, son. Oh my god, it's so terrible. He'll be fine. He's fine, guys. Look at him. It's hey, fine. he's so great. Yeah. Oh my you god. He's wheeling around the shell of a man he used to be. Well, maybe if you gave the man some pants, <laughs> he would recover a little faster. He just strings him up like a little puppet. Yeah. And it's, of course, right on top of the bugle where all the reporters are. It makes sense, though, because he catches him leaving the bugle. Yeah, he says, nice spider jammies. Nice spidey jammies. Brock! <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Well, he leaves the bugle, and remember the, the, the shot I was saying in the previous scene where it just zooms in and it's just dead eyes stared? Yeah. Um, he's holding the file, and I'm pretty sure they just, like, copy and pasted that into the next scene because he just walks out of the bugle just still holding the file and Fair. he's just walking down the street with it like with both hands that's the thing yeah fair it might get away from you it's windy whoa <laughs> then he makes a cool web bag to put his uh yeah the web bag in. comes back it's his yeah sometimes yeah. he slings it over his shoulders yes oh, cool. i have seen, yeah, it I've seen him do that any brock is loving every minute of this which makes me it's love great. it too it's and so i good. know it's supposed to be freaky for peter because he's our protagonist and it's it's sort of devastating to him but venom can't stop making jokes <laughs> throughout <laughs> this got, entire episode kind of throws it it, off. It's, true. <laughs> it's so good that it, yeah it's such a great performance from uh hank azaria that it's it just it kind of makes it to a little bit lighter than it needs to be. We're your biggest fan. Fact is, we're your biggest fan. <laughs> it just throws the fan blade at him. Look, streamers. <laughs> Look, streamers. Now it is a party. Do you think that the symbiote was able to assimilate? Uh, Spider-Man's quipping abilities? Oh yeah, absolutely. Maybe that's it. You're right. Yeah, and it's. Brock wasn't that clever before. That's true. It, it, well, I mean, he was a reporter. He, he wrote. That's fair. He was a writer. He's no stand-up comedian like Spider-Man is. Uh, I like just Peter casually walking through campus. You know, co-eds doing co-ed things. Someone's playing Frisbee. <laughs> Girls are laughing in the park. I think it's like nor, you never see him really go through class to class as much. And it's just him casually walking through that quad. Love and life. Yeah. Yep. There's a guy with the pink guy, the guy with the pink shirt and the frisbee. Someone's probably yeah. playing Frolf. Dude Browington. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> of the Hampton Browingtons. Before they cut to that, though, they have a scene of uh, Smythe and Kingpin having a lover's <laughs> oh, quarrel yeah. in, in the car. I don't understand why you do these things. And Kingpin's dang. like checking out his face. He's in his like makeup. Uh, box or whatever just yeah, so, yeah he's, like he's got that tiny mirror. little yeah vanity mirror he, he's saying to himself you think they'll be able to tell i'm balding 
<laughs> and Smythe is just starting to get annoyed with him. He's just like, they've been he, spending way too much time together. And just, it's like, you always do this. You just he is always a shrill leave me a housewife. Home. Yeah, he's you just never like, want to go take me with you. Yeah, well, I don't understand why you have to leave the house and pretend you're not like a super villain. I'm not gonna know anybody. I <laughs> told you you could come. I hate when you leave me here with all these people. Rhino's just staring at me from the corner. <laughs> does this shirt make? Does this wheelchair make me look fat? <laughs> uh, but we finally yeah. get to see Peter and Harry actually talking. But it seems they're not actually friends. We hardly know each other, Osborne. Yeah, that's uh, we, yeah. we had asked that in a previous episode what mm-hmm. their status of the relationship was because he was just such a sycophant of. Uh, of Flash, Flash Thompson, yeah, yeah. but yeah. Uh, yeah, it looks like they don't know each other. We get tons of Harry backstory dumped on us here. Uh-huh. You feel so bad for Harry, like, <laughs> yeah. Harry goes to Peter and just wants to live. Hey, here's a free ride to live with me. I just need someone who's top of the class. <laughs> he he says it so smarmily. Smarmily. Like, <laughs> I love Jonah in this because he's just oh, sitting yeah. there with uh, uh, Robbie, which like, good for you, Robbie. You got invited to this too. And he's like, where's Parker? I hope he gets my good side. Where's Parker? If he misses a good shot of me. <laughs> yeah, a, yeah, if he misses a good photo of me. <laughs> where's Parker? He's, he's mad for no reason again. He just doesn't like Peter. Yeah. Like, he, but uh, I guess Peter's a de- talented enough photographer that he keeps him around, or is it just because he gets pictures of Spider-Man? It's because he's I his guess... very best. Mm, my very best. I guess because he's on campus already, he's like, oh, I don't have to pay his travel costs or something. <laughs> That's basically to, it. Eh? I don't have to validate his parking. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I like that the what Fisk donated to was a crime science <laughs> building. Yeah, the Wilson Fisk School of Criminology, baby. The Fisk School of Criminology. Uh-huh. No one will p- suspect him. I can picture you- the ads like, I graduated from Fisk Criminal College, and that helped me put Fisk behind bars. And yeah. he's just like, why did I do this? <laughs> he actually lays it on really thick here. Like oh, yeah. Fisk. He keeps going on and on about how they're sending a message to criminals by building this place. He's talking about values and everything. He's so proud of himself for hiding in plain sight here. He kind of like I kinda of hope he gets winged a little here. Just because he's so smug <laughs> about it. That's a little on the nose, Fisk. I don't know if you guys caught him saying first load of Earth. It's an honor for me to turn over this first load of Earth. <laughs> I mean, what? I, I know. I'm like 15. It's just, <laughs> ah, load. Yeah. No. <laughs> Isn't gold really soft? Like, do you think that's a gold-plated shovel? No, yeah, it's gold-plated. It's a ceremonial yeah. thing. Okay, for ceremonial things like that, do they pre-loosen the earth? Because I think it'd be pretty awkward. I guess it's pretty Oh, I have soft. a better question. Who fucking cares? <laughs> uh, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> it's just funny to see him thing. try and then, like, not... Like in the wintertime in Canada, the ground's frozen. Pharaoh, Pharaoh. 
That's why he's the kingpin. <laughs> <laughs> he's very strong. <laughs> oh, oh, is it? You want to know why he's got a gold shovel, Vera? Because he only handles the best. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> See, now if we want to include these jokes, we have to include me being mean to you. No, that's okay. That's oh. fine. Oh. Um. Dad, are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> Drives off. Are you okay, Dad? Fine. 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 I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> He's fine. I think we're all neglecting the fact that Norman now has a limo, so I guess his shitbox that he crashed on the bridge <laughs> in the Spider Slayer episode was very well insured. <laughs> or he just has like seven cars. I'm pretty uh, sure it's more so that. Why was he riding around in that used Toyota? Because this is because... only for public appearances. He is to yeah, look he's, rich. He's, he's, he's actually it. rented this limo. He can't it. I'm looking for. <laughs> Norman, Norman Osborne. He That's just why he had to rush off. <laughs> I can't talk to my son because I have to have this back by five or they're going to charge me for the day. When the window goes up, Norman actually jumps to the front seat. He drives himself away. <laughs> There's no chauffeur. Oh, man. I believe it. I believe it. Yeah. Um, father of the year, though. Norman Osborne. Yeah, you're starting to really feel for Harry here, like seeing mm -hmm. how neglected he really is, and that's kind of interesting. And I guess if we were any good at this, we would probably remember this for later when it inevitably goes sideways, but I feel like I won't. <laughs> He's just yeah. like, yeah, I'm fine too, I guess. Like, oh, Harry, oh, God. Yeah. Oh, somebody gave that, get that man a hug. <laughs> <laughs> he needs 20 cc's of mom stat. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> right into his face. Uh, but his mom is alive, so why does oh, he? Oh yeah. Why does he spend some time with her? Like you're you're an adult. You it's no you know even if he won custody she... because he's rich and his lawyer is like you're an adult now you can go wherever you want go see your she mom. She lives you on idiot. an island and she doesn't right. want to see him now because she's banging that pool boy. Yeah, she's busy getting it from uh, from all angles. She's <laughs> she's hand cranking somebody else. Hey oh, <laughs> she's opening up her own windows. <laughs> Boom. No, I, I feel like he gets drunk and he acts like he does when he has the symbiote. <laughs> you know? Whoa, the symbiote no. is just drunk Peter. <laughs> yeah, he's just checking out the Italian exchange student. Whoa. No. <laughs> <laughs> I also, I like that he bursts out of his room, but there was something like a desk blocking it. And in my head, I'm Maybe like... Maybe they tried to barricade him in because he was such a drunken mess. <laughs> That's what I wrote. I was like, was he belligerently drunk last night? And it's like, keep him in the room. He has to go to bed. MJ's like, his pinches are real painful on Moderier. Oh my gosh. Peter gets uh, a little pinchy when he drinks. <laughs> Yep. So he starts frantically like picking up stuff and trying to clean up the apartment after the party. And one of the things he picks up is like a roll of toilet paper, which is randomly in the living room. Like, yeah. what the fuck kind of party were you guys having? I made note of that, too, because it's like a briefcase, a pair of dress shoes, a plate, a book and a roll of toilet paper. What kind of lawyer scat party was this? <laughs> People are coming over after work. Yeah, really. There seems to be a, a small gas tank in the bottom of one of the shots, too. It's real weird. I don't yeah. even know. Uh, and Harry's like, yeah, what? Uh, what's wrong? Hey, hey, what's all the racket? 
He just comes out of the room all like also hungover. I was half expecting fully clothed. a girl. <laughs> fully like uh, passed out in his clothes. Also, we failed to mention that yet again, Peter is in his jammies, <laughs> including the slippers. It's always the slippers. Yeah, he's running around trying to clean up, but he took the time to put on slippers. Yep. Well, because like, I'm not an animal. Uncle Ben taught me well. <laughs> well, his his pants were already on the bed. So he yeah, to worry about right. I had this like picture in my head, if I may take this joke from basketball. Mary Jane's just reading really erotic cosmopolitan articles like how to make your man stick around or like, huh, Aunt May. He says here he might really enjoy it if I stick a finger in his Oh Peter, hello and he like comes in. Are you are you implying that Peter stuck his finger in Aunt May's butt? <laughs> no, MJ's finding out that she could Oh MJ MJ <laughs> Yeah. Oh. You don't know what they do in bed. As soon as they go and show MJ, I'm just like, Mary Jane. <laughs> just like just like how Peter was the last episode. <gasps> Mary Jane. <gasps> Mary Jane. Mary Jane. Peter and MJ are flirting hard over this. Oh, there's a lot of eye fucking going on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, she's all jazzed because she read about the finger in the butt. They're just like, (laughs) they're grinning at each other the whole time. They're smiling. They're laughing. You're like, this is a serious moment. And they're one second away from doing it on that scratchy hospital blanket. Right on top of Aunt May. It's fine. It's not sanitary. She can't. She doesn't know what's going on. Kingpin is so fucking cocky in this episode, and it bothers me to no end. For sure. Like, he just lets Goblin fuck around in his office so that he can have a big reveal of himself coming up with him as cool trap door that I guess he has. Like it's got this mini elevator thing that <laughs> brings him up from the ground. Like he's doing a, a stage show for, I don't know, a mid tier Vegas production. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Comfortable. Like, what was he doing down there? Was he like peeking over the edge, waiting for the hobgoblin to show up so he could surprise him? He was in the can. Was he in the, yeah, he was in the can. Okay, yeah, that's. He's in the commode. He just wallows down there in a pit. Was he just waiting in the tube though? That's what I'm thinking. Did they just make that he's tube there? The he's tube. like, I need a tube. I need a tube for hiding. Uh-huh. So we need a tube that can support your weight and hide you. Yeah, that's yes. an expensive tube. Yes. That's because I'm the king. He only handles yeah, the Yeah, buddy, you keep saying that, but I don't know what you're talking about. You expect any less? I, I don't know what we're doing anymore. <laughs> His proportions are so ridiculous when he comes towards the desk. Like, we get it. He's a big guy. You're a big guy. For you. But at this point, he mm-hmm. looks like... Two guys at least stacked on top of each other. Like, his legs are way too short. He looks like the dad from from King of the Hill who's got his shins blown off. What kind of man tells another man he loves him? Oh, (laughs) Cotton. No, 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 no. He looks like the principal from Clone High. Principal Scudsworth. Unacceptable. Did you see the pool? They flipped the bitch. Ah, yes. He does look like Principal Scudsworth. Uh, oh, my he God. He looks like a slightly stouter Roger the Alien from American Dad. 
I like wine. <laughs> How about you try jogging, you gross bowling pin? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> the Hobgoblin also does one more quality thing in this scene. He gives a fun little cartoony victory speech thing. It's mine now. All mine, mine. <laughs> He's fine. <laughs> Is it his? Mine, mine. Hey, Jameson. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. <laughs> Norman, what do you think? Fine, fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. So yep. good. But it was funny. I thought that um, Hobgoblin's flying around and all these guards on the uh, floor are trying to shoot him. It just reminded me of like if you got a bird caught in your house and you're just trying to get him out. It's like, ah, somebody get the broom! <laughs> you just got, you've got, you've got like a tennis racket and like a coat on a broomstick. Yeah, yeah. That's well, I don't. Know. I got him this Is time. Is this helping? I don't know. Damn it, Larry! I told you that's not gonna work. Well, I'm sorry I tried. Quick, use the sonic blaster. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's the same, guys. <laughs> Should I try the sonic blaster? Well, it worked last time. <laughs> That's true. I think that booth, that bird cage that they keep him in is uh, soundproofed somehow. Like, maybe that's where Wilson Fisk does his podcast. <laughs> yeah. What kind of a podcast would Kingpin do? About crime? No, I think it's about like a secret. Like, no, I think he reviews things because no. you know he only likes the best, so Ooh. he's clearly only doing like reviews. it's a culinary podcast. <laughs> Ooh, because I only handle the best. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's, That's what's like, called catchphrase. only the best with Willie Fisk. <laughs> with Willie Fisk, yeah. And he, his ads are of his discount hover chairs. Oh yeah, sponsored content. Oh, cross yeah, promotion. He's sponsored content. That, uh, yeah. yeah, guys, we figured it out. Welcome to. Cooking with Kingpin. Oh! Today, we are going to add a kilogram of saffron <laughs> because I only handle the best. It is my honor to turn over this first load of saffron. <laughs> so, again, Norman goes and uses exposing Hobgoblin's identity as a threat. Sadly, we kind of don't get that payoff, but. Yeah, he yeah, brings it up several times, yeah. and it doesn't mean anything to us because we don't know who he is, and it never gets the trigger never gets pulled. Whenever like it's secretly Aunt May, like double cross. No, Uncle Ben is the hobgoblin, or something. Like that You're doesn't happen. You're not me moving out today, Peter. <laughs> There's dishes to be done. <laughs> That's all she does. The Wicked Witch of the West. Uh, yeah, it was a good try. Jameson's reaction when uh, he finds out about all of Chameleon hits, Chameleon's hits and everything, it's just like, So? What's this got to do with me? And then <laughs> Fury's yeah. like, oh yeah, he's going to come to uh, New York. New York? My party! My party! <laughs> my party! Is that I've the been playing it for months! <laughs> I got the caviar! The good caviar! Yeah, not that escargo. He's so oh, upset. God. What does this have to do? He doesn't yeah. give a shit. What does it have to do with me? <laughs> his vocal performances is as fantastic as always. Yeah, of and course. Even at the end of the scene, I have nothing interesting really to say about it. It just kind of ends and they, they take the plane down and you mm -hmm. know what I mean? But it's great just because of one little thing of Joda going, of uh, 
Peter asking Jonah what happened and Jonah saying, National security bugger can't discuss it. <laughs> He's so like half him. ashamed, half like shy exactly. about it. Yeah. Exactly. He loves that he's getting this attention and that he's important, but he dislikes that it's annoying to him. It's exactly that. He's so unhappy. Uh, well, he snags the identity of the next person that he sees when he's running away from what turns out to be S.H.I.E.L.D. agents, mm-hmm. and that happens to be a helicopter pilot. But it's not just any helicopter pilot. It's the same one as in the episode with the Scorpion. It's the very reasonable helicopter pilot from that episode, if you remember. Uh, and he yeah. even flies the J-3 copter, so it makes sense, nice. except that his voice is wrong. It's a completely yeah. different voice actor for this one. And I think I'm the first person in history to have noticed this fact. I'm glad he's still employed after he disobeyed Jameson's orders. Well, because Jameson knew he was right. He's got a good union rep. It all worked out. Yeah. I like that he uses a vape pen. (laughs) Yeah. A lot of the chameleon's uh, doodads and gadgets are gas-based warfare. So he is not a part of the Geneva Convention here. He is outside of that realm. Right. So when he runs into that helicopter pilot, the helicopter pilot's reaction is just like, Hey, you look just like me. Would that really be your reaction? Just kind of like, huh, would you look at that? Yeah, that is weird. Uh, I was distracted by the poster next to him that just says drink on it. Oh, it gets straight to the point. That's what I was thinking about. but. (laughs) But like, what would your reaction be if you saw someone who was your exact double? Oh, gross. <laughs> I'd say that man is my exact double, and then I get distracted by a dog with a puffy tail. Correct answer. I'd be like, I'd be like oh, probably should lose some weight. Like, I don't oh, know. Yeah, I'd, I'd be like, super critical of them. <laughs> like, what is yeah. that ugly? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Turns out it's me. It uh, would be really weird. So when the chameleon gets to the helicopter as the pilot, his co-pilot is already in there, and... <laughs> He is reading the kid show version of a nudie magazine. <laughs> I, I stopped the tape to see it, and it's called Muscles and Fitness. Oh, yeah. And it has a lady in a bikini posing on the front. Oh, yeah. Oh. He's trying to learn how to blast his quads. I don't know. I love that guy's voice when he speaks. It's so good, but, ah, man. What took you so long? There's a lot of voices in this episode that remind me of other people, but I can't quite place them, you know? It's really weird. How often do you think the chameleon just goes around fucking with people's lives? (laughs) Like, does he pretend to be dudes and try and bang their wives? Like, he already made out with MJ. Does he have to wear the belt while he's banging them? (laughs) (laughs) Baby, baby, this stays on. (laughs) Pretty much. Do you think if he gets naked, he's the body of the person, or is he's his body? I don't know. I think I'd have to extrapolate. How so... does he know what their dicks look like, though? He doesn't have a picture of them. How do what their clothes look like? That's what I'm saying. I think it's a best guess, but it would feel the same. So I feel like with that kind of power like to mess with people, he's obviously doing it. That's why he's so happy all the time. No, so you just do it in the dark. Everyone looks the same in the dark. Oh, That's I think right. he could glow. He's so pale. Yeah, but I mean, you could frame people for crimes they didn't commit or just like fuck with things like you could be like, oh, um, you know, who's a celebrity, whatever it is. And you can just be like, oh, yeah, and do a fake naked picture of them or something. You know, you could do anything. Yeah. And yeah, sell well, it to like tabloids. I, it'd be interesting to saying. see. He is a 
And he's only a hitman. I'm sure he does this thing on the side. Pays people. Yeah. Maybe he pay, uh, people pay him to be their dates to things. Hey, I'm really into this like... girl. Can you just be her for the night? <laughs> oh, I don't know if he's into that. Oh my gosh, Pharaoh. Getting, what? Get into a place. Is it? Yeah, a place I don't want to follow he's, you. He's paying for, like, no? Okay. Well, that was certainly something. I can honestly say I'm very sorry about the early sound quality. But hey, we got to hear Eddie Brock again. You're probably going to get more of these episodes coming out. So if you have favorite parts of our other seasons, be sure to send them over to us, preferably with timestamps. For the love of God, use timestamps. To any of our social media accounts, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or by email. All the links are on the web, radioactivespiderpod.com. We've still got uh, merch on TeePublic or bonus episodes on Patreon if you want to support us. But most of all, we'd love it if you took a second to rate, review, or share the show. Also, check out our older episodes if you haven't already, or if you just want to hear some more. We'll be back with some more mystery content in two weeks. Until then, this is Radioactive Spider Pod saying... We think you're top of the class. Keep swinging. And, uh, you know, all the other ones that we normally say. The whole point of this podcast is to slowly build the ultimate Spider-Man drinking game. <laughs> and then we'll just drink ourselves to death and it'll be cool. All right.